The race for the next municipal court judge in Beaver Dam was narrowed yesterday. Mary Ann Schacht and Todd Snow were the top vote-getters in the primary. Schacht garnered the most Dodge County votes with 1,963. That's about 45% of the vote. Snow received just over 35% with 1,543. Brace got 830 votes. The results from the Fond du Lac County side of Waupun do not change the outcome. The multi-jurisdictional court handles municipal ordinance violations and traffic infractions for the cities of Beaverdam, Mayville, and Waupun, along with the towns of Ashapin, Beaverdam, and Rubicon, and the village of Neosho. Shocked and Snow will now move on to the April general election. Dodge County Clerk Karen Gibson says voter turnout was 25% with 12,961 ballots cast. There were a couple hiccups during the ballot tallying process last night. We'll dive deeper into that during our noon newscast. The race for state Supreme Court has been narrowed to two. Raymond Newport reports. Milwaukee County Judge Janet Protozewitz and former state Supreme Court Justice Dan Kelly will be advancing to the spring election. They defeated two other judges, Waukesha County Judge Janet Doro and Dane County Judge Everett Mitchell. Political spending in the race topped over $9 million for the primary for what is ostensibly a nonpartisan race. If Protozewitz wins the seat, it will shift the balance of the court from conservative to liberal ahead of major decisions like the state's ban on abortion. Raymond Newpert, Wisconsin Radio Network. There was a delay in voting yesterday at a polling place in the village of Brooklyn, which is in both Dane and Green counties, following what was initially described as a public safety issue. The Green County Sheriff's Office says it received a call about a potential weapons violation and shots fired in the village around 7 a.m. The usual voting location in Brooklyn was moved to the public works site in the village, where it remained for the rest of the day. The voting deadline in Brooklyn was extended to 9.30 p.m. last night. The Green County Sheriff said in a press release that a 75-year-old man was arrested two and a half hours after the incident was reported and charged with disorderly conduct while armed. A Horicon man charged yesterday with failing to return to the Dodge County Jail for a medical appointment. Kevin Haugen reports. Cash bond was set at $2,500 for Andrew Zerbel, who is facing a felony count of escape criminal arrest. Dodge County Sheriff's officials notified the public Monday that Zerbel, a Huber inmate, failed to return to the jail from a medical evaluation. The 35-year-old was taken into custody Monday night. Sheriff Dale Schmidt thanked the public for their assistance and the hard work of his patrol deputy who followed up on leads before locating and arresting Zerbel. He says those who fail to follow the rules of their Huber privilege will be held accountable. Well, Huber is a court-ordered privilege, allowing inmates to be released from the jail to go to doctor appointments or their work, but they must report back. Zerbel has a preliminary hearing scheduled for March 2nd. And I'm Kevin Haugen reporting for WBEV. The man killed after being struck by a train in Watertown has been identified. Police are investigating the death of Andrew Tucker of Watertown. Authorities say the incident happened around 6.30 Friday night in the area of West Main and Hiawatha Streets. They note that the 23-year-old was on foot at the time of the incident. 
and add that there is no indication of criminal activity. City of Watertown is building a new fire station. The facility will replace the city's current station, which was constructed in 1964. It's no longer suitable for the fire department's needs and is not cost-effective to renovate. Watertown Mayor Emily McFarland highlights the project's timeline. So we did a conceptual design and a GIS locating in 2021. We bought the land in 2022. We will design it in 2023. Then at the end product of this uh, contract, we'll have construction documents to bid with, uh, and then we will build in 2024, occupy by 2025. The city council this week approved a design bid won by Short Elliott Hendrickson not to exceed $547,000 fire chief Travis Tesh. It was around December we put this out in an RFP format for firms to submit proposals on. We had four firms submit and then um, of the four, two were qualified and, and capable of doing the job. We interviewed both those firms and SCH was selected by a committee that was made up of fire department staff, um, city engineering staff and um, some older persons. That's where we, we ended up with them as our choice. Watertown's new fire station will be built on a 7.6-acre plot of land just off Church Street. The city purchased the land for the station using fund balance money, meaning that no money was borrowed to buy the land. The project currently estimated to cost between 11 and $13 million. The Dodge County Sheriff's Office has two canines nearing the end of their law enforcement careers and approaching retirement. One of those is Canine Tech. Tech was sworn in several years ago as won awards, including first in class, Dodge County Sheriff Dale Schmidt. Tech is retiring here um, in March, and Lieutenant Nails will take Tech home, and, and we're still working out all of those details, but uh, he will retire uh, on, on the Nails homestead. Schmidt says Tech has had have surgeries the last few years and has been on medication for quite some time. Tech, however, is not the only canine retiring. Kid is also retiring at the end of his certification period here at the end of June. Kid is a little bit older than Tech is and really, really doing well, but uh, starting to slow down. Jumping in and out of a squad every day is, isn't uh, easy on, on canine knees. The sheriff says the department has found a replacement for tech and an announcement is expected in the near future with plans to have another new canine handler in place by the end of next month. Beaverdam County Council this week approving an increase in rates for the city's shared ride taxi service. The city recently renewed its contract with Running Inc. And service costs went up 20% since last year from $30 to $36 per hour. In consultation with Running Inc., the proposal adopted is for a 50-cent across-the-board increase, with a couple exceptions. Ridership does drop off after 10 p.m., so a special $6 fare will go into effect at that time. The rate for an agency to transport a disabled customer will increase from $7 to $10 to be more reflective of actual costs. Last month alone, agencies arranged for 214 such rides. When an agency needs a piece of equipment returned, like a wheelchair, that rate is increasing from $3 to $10. Administrative Committee Chair Zach Zopp notes that the rates in Beaver Dam are still pretty reasonable. This will still leave us lower, I think, than most communities. But our costs have been going up. Our costs in buying new cars fuel costs and, and, and whatnot has going up. The taxi service increased their rate. It, it's a complicated formula. <laughs> we, 
but we were convinced and I think uh, had a unanimous support for the increase in committee. The last time Beaverdam increased taxi rates was 2004. The new rates will take effect on May 1st. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.